Welcome, welcome, welcome. We are back. Welcome to the Media Box Creative Podcast with your hosts, Eddie Berrios and... I was waiting for you to say co-host. You always said that. <laughs> Jose and Mesquita. <laughs> we're on <laughs> It's been a minute. No. Um, yeah, we're back. Welcome back to the Media Creative Podcast. Um, this is episode 13. We took a little bit of a of a break. Things got hectic. Um, schedules was full, but things are good. We're back. Planning on being consistent again. At least for another 12 episodes. <laughs> <laughs> we started off strong. The first, I want to say, three, four episodes were pretty strong. And then after that, hey, we lost happens. it. Things get crazy. Um, I had to go finish school. But we're done. <laughs> but we're done. We're done. <laughs> I'm over it. Yeah, it, it, it got wild there for a second. Not only with gigs, but like just with stuff in each other's lives. I was like, he had things he had to do. I had things that were coming up in my life. It was just, it, it got crazy there for a second. Yeah. Poor guy would fall asleep on my couch over here trying to do a recording. Yeah, it was pretty bad. It was getting bad, but getting my health going again, it's good. Um, orders, ordering some vitamins. <laughs> but... Yeah, things have been good. Uh, we've been busy. Uh, we've had several shoots. Um, we had a quinceanera. Or was it a quinceanera? The last one we did? Yeah, we did a quinceanera. It was a quince. We've done the headshots. We did headshots. Oh, that was, yeah, we did headshots for a um, corporate company. And then we did the other quinceanera that was just video. Yeah, we for did Chubbs. A, we did that one for uh, um, Chubbsy's Burgers, um, which is fire. If you're in the Inland Empire, make sure y'all hit them up. Um, they're amazing. And then uh, we did. I just did another pre quince because we're gonna shoot the quince next week. And then we did. You done what? Two, three <coughs> graduations. We done three graduation shoots. I think it was two birthday parties, and then uh, the quinceanera with Clinton. Photo booth. Oh, the quinceanera with Clinton. So it's been busy. We've been going. Uh, we've been pushing it. Um, can't complain. Yeah, we had a. Uh, we had some decor. But, um. Oh, yeah. We did some. We just did one yesterday. It was oh, like a little strawberry the, shortcake uh, arch, a balloon arch, um, gender reveal slash uh, proposal. Oh yeah, the gender reveal slash proposal. We knocked that out. Uh, um, can't complain. We uh, had a bunch of inquiries too. We continue to get inquiries. Yeah, I'm trying to to keep hitting hitting people up. People keep hitting us up, and it's just a matter of, I guess, the numbers game at this point. Um, we had our first offer at a state gig, um, which was going to be what we were excited about, and then we got um, we got kind of turned down thanks to the to the um, in laws of the family, because that's what happened. So we booked the gig uh, quinceanera actually um, for Washington. Oh, you talking about that one? I was like, wait, what are you talking about? Yeah, so we had. The, the parents and the daughter and stuff were out here, and um, they, they got in contact with us and everything and had a whole meeting with them. I was there for like three hours. Uh, we did the meeting. It was it was awesome. Like, they were great. They wined and dined his ass. We interacted really well. Like, we hooked, we clicked really well with them, and they were excited. Like, I told them the vision, the story, the way kind of how we shoot, um, how we emphasize the story behind the quinceanera. 
um, and the way we like to do things. And they they loved everything. They wanted a full package. They were going to um, pay for us to go out there, stay out there. We were even going to go out there almost like a, like four days prior because um, prior, they wanted us to even do like another pre-shoot <coughs> out there. Um, so they were all hyped. Everything was good. Mm-hmm. Um Deposit was was sent in, and then once they got back to uh, back to Seattle, um, well, I was talking to the guy, the dad. He's he's the one that was mainly gonna um, have to pay everything. Uh, he hits me up and he's like, "Hey, I'm um, I hate to do this, but uh, my in laws. He's like, we just got back to Seattle. He's like, and my in laws just told me that." They ended up finding somebody, and they're gonna help us out with paying um, for photo, or whatever. And that they found somebody out there in Seattle that they were gonna go with. Um, and because they were gonna pay for it, he decided to um, accept that help because it was so expensive as far as like just planning a quinceanera um, as a whole, especially the way they're going. They they were like trying to go all out oh, for really? her, yeah. The venue was gorgeous where they were going to be at. Like, literally, like, you walk out and you just see the mountains. Like, I was hyped. Like, it was really dope. Mm-hmm. Um, and and so, like, that was really going to be exciting to, to be able to do that. And so that happened, and they turned it down. They had they ended up canceling, um, which sucked. But like you said, it, one door shuts, and then... Ten door and ten more open. Ten more will open, so... Whoever's knocking, knock harder because I can't hear y'all. No. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so things have been good. Um, I can't complain. Finished up school now, so um, got my my master's. Um, so that's fun. But no more school for me. I'm done. Pretty much. I'm over it. I don't want it no more. They've already asked me to if I was willing to go back and get my doctorates. And I'm like, nah, fam. I don't want it. He's like, I'm out. Um, but fuck them kids. <laughs> um, the children are our future. What are you talking about? But um, yeah. So we've been doing good. Um, I don't know if last time we talked about it, but Jose is uh, Team Sony now. Is it? I think we did. Yeah, I think we mentioned it because it was like the day or two after you you got it. Yeah, I'm um, pretty sure we did talk about it. I remember you did bring it up. I don't know if he's turned it on yet, but. Uh, probably not. I don't even think the date set on that he's thing or the time, <laughs> to be honest. But yeah, he's been busy. He's been playing dad over here. Um, with this new with this new puppy. Um, don't get a Doberman. Yeah, that's a big old process, bro. I have not know. I honestly didn't know it was this. I much thought they work. were born with them ears like that. Nope. Them ears have been the most trouble in this whole process. But other than that, um. We're just grinding, been working with a bunch of people, trying to connect, uh, make bigger, um, bigger connections and bigger opportunities. And so, yeah, we're glad to have you guys along for the ride. But um, something we wanted to focus on this episode was, what was it? Um, being honest, being upfront, hold, upholding your 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 standard, your business standard for your business. Um, your, what was the word that we were using? 
I just completely forgot. We were trying to figure out what <laughs> we can say it because I think I, it was business standard or your. I had said rules, but then I was like, I don't want to use rules because it, it's not really rules. But then I was like, I don't know if it's like business et- etiquette. It's not etiquette. It's more. It's like, it's almost like self respect. Mm-hmm. Or like I'm not sure if you would call it guidelines or these are. It kind of falls under guidelines, but I know there's a specific word, and I said it earlier. Yeah, you did. I just and I can't remember what it is now. Um, I need more B B12. <laughs> <laughs> but basically, um, what we wanted to talk about it's like if you if you're gonna do a gig with whatever type of client that you're gonna have, you know there has to be. You know, they follow the way that you operate. I was like going like either if it's a contract or, you know, you need two weeks in advance notice, not hitting you up 12, uh, 24 hours prior to the event. And then you got to like scramble and get your team together and be like, all right, we're about to pull off Mission Impossible tonight. Right. And I, then I guess we can talk about it. I don't know if you want to I don't know if we want to throw out their names like that. Uh, I mean, we won't uh, say their names. In case they they, they ever listen. <laughs> we won't say their <laughs> names, but there is a company out of state that we We've worked. already did one gig yeah. with them. So they had, in a sense, kind of prom- uh, promised us that they were going to have a bigger budget. And we were um, basically going to get paid what we actually deserved in their eyes. You know? But working with them the first time, working with them the first time, there was never any instructions on basically anything that they wanted. Yeah, the first gig was kind of left left open for us. Um, it was open game. Yeah, they didn't give us no uh, specific expectations of what they were looking for. They pretty much just said, we're having an event, um, and we would like you guys to cover the event. Um, mainly, They mainly said they wanted to make sure that we were able to film it. Um, we went out there how we normally handle events, and we did provided photo and video, and then we even brought out the photo booth as just an extra gesture um, just to see if they would like it and if it would mesh well with the event. Um, and, of course, that was, like, one of the biggest biggest thing at the event. Um, but so we ended up going out there. Mind you, this is an out-of-state gig, um, and with this company is out-of-state, so we have to... Every time we're going, we have to travel um, at least three hours to get there. Uh, so going out there with the first time, it was kind of just out of faith and just kind of in hopes to build that build business relationship um, because they were, they were, in a sense, a new company, like a franchise, I guess you can say. Mm-hmm. Um, technically, they're a chapter, but a franchise of that the overall company so um we were there to kind of help and we were looking to build a business relationship and help them grow and we can grow together um and that from what the initial conversation that's kind of what they seem that they were looking forward um into doing um, so we went out there shot the gig as we would normally do um how we would naturally shoot a, a gig like this um an event like this and provided them with the content with the deliverables uh so um gave them the pictures they were like oh pictures are great but we don't want pictures we want to focus more on video instead of pictures because of the algorithm or blah 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 um again it was frustrating because if we knew they didn't want pictures then we wouldn't have wasted time 
taking the pictures. Mm-hmm. Granted, they don't really have any pictures of anything. So, I mean, even for just as the business, I don't know why they wouldn't want that documented in picture form. Um, Basically. Especially for, again, social media and stuff like that you can utilize. Then they said they wanted video. And I was like, cool. Shot the video in 16 by 9 ratio, um, which is landscape for those who don't know. And then they asked for it. They wanted it to be in vertical. I'm like, well, that was never discussed. Um, so can you make this vertical? I said, like, well, I can't make a horizontal video vertical, um, but I can crop in and kind of adjust the, the alignment and kind of get certain things in frame to fit on a vertical video so that it would fit on your cell phone or for Instagram Reels, um, TikTok, etc. Kind of did it as best as I could so that it matched um, and presented that to them. It wasn't as good. It didn't look as good as the regular video. Mm -mm, Um, I don't know. And it kind of messed things up because it made things more... Zoomed in? Yeah. And so you really didn't get a whole lot of this, like the scene of things happening. It was kind of ended up being more close because I had to zoom in so much to fill up the screen. Um, and so, I mean, it still it looked it still looked clean. It just wasn't what you, the original video that I sent them. Um, and I think they're anticipating seeing that exact same video um, and everything within the video, but in the vertical format. Mm-hmm. And I try to tell them, like, that's not how this works. Um, again, lack of communication. They never said that they wanted the videos um, to be to be in vertical. Or, or horizontal. Yeah. Yeah, they, they didn't, didn't say specifically didn't say anything. anything. So we literally got to the, got to the venue, figured Set out up. the lighting, because I asked if they needed, if we needed lighting, or what was the lighting situation, what was that? We tried to look it up online and what sucked was the venue alone the pictures of the venue alone were horrible um it, it ended up being at this uh, mexican restaurant um the, i mean the restaurant was nice but it wasn't how it showed in the pictures that they used for their website it, you couldn't tell um that it was that nice or that the lighting would be the way it was um, or even the size of the room was the size that it was. It looked a lot smaller um, in the photographs than um, than it actually was. So that kind of we again that could we could have fixed those things when we were there, knowing had we known that uh, the lighting wasn't going to be as good as it was um, or anything like that. We could have brought our video lights, set them up, and all of that. Anyways. That was that. The audio was horrible. They had one little speaker with a busted uh, wireless microphone um, that kept going in and out. Um, they had to have one of their team members stand by it because one person, I mean, obviously we all speak differently. I mean, uh, like in the volume, um, the volume in our voices. So they had to stand, had somebody standing by it to raise the volume as the other person would speak. And then when the other person would speak, we'll either lower it or raise it up even more. And then it was like one of those knockoff JBL, like big boom boxes. Yeah, it wasn't even like an actual audio speaker. Um, speaker. <clears throat> it kind of almost reminded, gave me like karaoke vibe um, audio, like a speaker mm-hmm. with the mic. 
Um, Your cafeteria speakers at a school would sound better. <laughs> I'm yeah. trying to bash them for anything like that, but it's just so you can get like a comparison to one another and what we had to work with. Yeah, and again, so they had speakers. We didn't know who the speakers were, how many speakers were going to be there, um, or nothing like that. We didn't know they wanted they wanted us to focus on audio as well. Um, granted, we had all the audio stuff, but we didn't. They they don't preface us with, "Can we want to mic certain people or none of this?" So we didn't mic anyone specifically. Um, again, then we didn't even know who was speaking until they went up and started speaking. <clears throat> so we had to rely on the mics on our cameras. Um, I mean, granted, we did use like the, the road. road video mics on, on our cameras that we had on the tripod and stuff like that. But so that, oh. that helped, but it wasn't when the speaker's in the back of the room. Sounds like shit. And it's not really picking up. It made it really difficult to pick up the audio. Uh, of what it was going on and so that kind of happened fast forward even at the end of that event they told us we had an, they had already another one booked for the 26th and um of this month which was like two months later mm-hmm. and they were like okay we're gonna get it we're gonna have the budget for it as we talked about last time and like we enjoyed it we had we i had one meeting with them where they told me that they wanted me to fix the video and kind of we kind of went over what they wanted but they it really wasn't specific. Uh, they just said they wanted uh, for the next one. They don't want pictures. They want us to focus on video, uh, vertical video at that, because um, they want it just for phones. They don't really care about. Th- they're not doing a YouTube page or nothing, so they don't want the other one. So I was all right, cool. Um, that was that. They had the set price that they wanted to pay us, um, which we agreed to um, for the as again as we were planning on building together. And they would claim that this was their first year budget, and then we would increase as we would go. And I was like, all right, we can make that work. And then um, it's like a week before the event's coming around, and they've been promoting it. I think it was like the same week of the event. No, it was a week before when I originally hit them up, asking, oh, like, yeah. hey, I see you guys promoting this. Y'all haven't hit us up. Are you still wanting us to sh- cover this event then they still take two days i think at least <coughs> i think it was um, like two days just to reply to your message to reply to your to the original message of hey you guys want us to still cover this event mm-hmm. so they take two days to reply um then we get back and then she's like oh i'm gonna find out the our, my my main contact person had to contact the the president of the of the of the group or whatever um, first, so she hits me up two days later and then tells me that they have to contact the that they have to find out she's gonna find out and then I don't hear from them again. I hit up the president because I interacted with her. She contacted me. Uh, we put each other. We were in a group um, chat group chat already. So I was like, well, I already reached out to. My original contact person, uh, I guess I'll reach out to her specifically because it's been a couple of days. I haven't heard anything. It's only a week away. Um, I need to know kind of if we're going to do this because I need enough time to plan mm-hmm. and map out everything and whatever. And so I reach out to the president. At first, I was I was kind of hesitant about it because I don't want to know if I was stepping on her toes. Like I don't want her to think I was going around her. Or whatever, but at the same time, it's like, yo, I need to know 
mm-hmm. what's happening. So then we she hits she replies back in the group chat, um, and states that oh they need a bid, that their budget was no longer the budget we said, but it was like um, several hundred dollars less that they were going to be able to get approved by. Um, but they still wanted us to be to be able to come out there and do it if we were willing to do it. Uh, that but we needed to send them a bid, and I was like, uh, okay. And then um, on top of that, they wanted still they wanted us still to bring out the photo booth um, to the gig, oh, yeah. but not include that in the bid because they think that the that the comp- the national chapter or whatever who's in charge of um, finances would not approve of the photo booth. So pretty much, hey, we're gonna be we're gonna cut you short from we what we promised you. Um and this is what you get but then now you have to send the bid. Oh, by the way, and we still want you to bring this out because we loved it, but we're not gonna pay you for that. And we also want you to submit your insurance. Yeah, and then oh that was after. Oh that was oh that was that oh, so that was that so I we send the I send the bid I send two bids. I I'm told like, his ass to send two bids. So <laughs> yeah, because I was like, what? I was like, first of all, I'm not gonna bring the the photo booth out there if you ain't gonna pay for it because that's too much. It's not a free. Um, ad, uh, ad, uh, yeah, it's not. Uh, we already we already had brought it out once for free, uh, just so they can see it and know and see how it operates and stuff and like that. And it works and how how much extra content you guys can create with it and marketing and all that stuff. It's got a lot of, some, I mean, you'll be surprised. There's, there's still a lot of people out there that don't know what a photo booth is. So it's kind of you. Or they don't think, they don't think that you can utilize it in like other ways and just, oh, here's a fun picture. I'm going to take it away mm-hmm. and then take it home. It's a, like a souvenir. Yeah. But it's, it's also, I mean, it's more a lot of fun, especially for, I mean, a lot of the people that showed up, at least to that event, were investors. And the fact that they were enjoying the photo booth and like, I think that was like the highlight of the event. It looked, it really seemed like it. Because I was hearing people talk about it while they were sitting there like, oh, let's go take pictures at the photo booth. Like, you know, like they were excited to use it. And I'm just like, y'all weren't excited when you were sitting down at the table. Yeah. People were like falling asleep and just kind of like not participating as much. Yeah. And then when it came like to like, in a sense, recess time. Like they were all hovering around the photo booth and wanted to just take pictures, which was great. And there's nothing wrong with that. It's good for us. Yeah, you know, but that's the reason why sometimes, if it's worth it for us, we'll throw in the photo booth. That way, they can get that experience with it and be like, you know what, I really want the this added to whatever event that they're having. You know, and it's it's free. <clears throat> My bad. It's free marketing. It's extra marketing that you get because. Um, these people are posting. We create custom templates, custom things that you guys can that will show up on the pictures, on the strips. And again, not only do they get them digitally, but there is an, a printing option. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think the digital aspect is what surprised everybody because that's not common. Mm-hmm. Um, and luckily for our system, it, it does email, text, QR code, even AirDrop. And so the fact that you can get it directly to your phone and people can go ahead and post it right up and tag your event and this and that, that you're here and this and that, like that's free promotion for the next time you have an event. It's, it starts to create like, Oh, I remember so-and-so was at that, the other event that they put on together and Mm -hmm. it looked fun. I want to go to this one now. I want to be a part of that. 
and it just creates that interest um, for people. And a lot of them didn't recognize it. Granted, a lot of these people who were investors and brokers and agents and stuff like that, um, as we got to talk to them, I was introducing them. I mean, I was telling them about how we can utilize the photo booth within their businesses and how they can capitalize on this opportunity utilizing the photo booth um, for them to build like a, a client list, uh, a catalog of, of potential um, customers and buyers and, and things like that at their office or at their open houses or at their um, <coughs> wherever, waiting room or wherever they want to set it up at. Um, and a lot of them were interested in things that they never thought about. Um, so, uh, but yeah, going back to the story. So that happened. We shot it, this and that. So we, they tell us, I send the bids, send two bids, uh, one with the photo booth price and one without it. And um, they hit me up back up. And it's still, that even that took a couple of days, right? Mm-hmm. And I get it. That part I get. It took a couple of days because they have to send it out to whatever, the upper hands. And then they have to whatever go through with, the, with their process. And if they agree on it, if they approve it, then great. If they're not, then um, they ended up approving one of the bids. They ended up approving the cheaper one, uh, which was, again, the less price of what they originally had promised us. Um, but we're like, you know what? Second event, maybe we'll, we'll work with it. Um, that goes by. I'm like, okay, cool. Let me know what specifically you guys want. What are we going to do? We don't hear from them. Uh, now, roll by. This is, this is the gigs on Wednesday. We come back to, um, was it Monday they hit us back up? Mm, it was a... Mm. Yeah, Monday or Sunday. I don't know. Mo- Sunday or Monday, I get an email stating they approved the gig, they approved the bid, um, but now they want you to have, um, they need insurance and they need a, to be authorized. As was the gig Tuesday? It was Wednesday. Oh, it was Wednesday. So, yeah, I think it was Monday, Wednesday. Yeah, it was Monday, Wednesday. So, we get back Monday. Like, we need your insurance. We need insurance for this. Um, and we need to be added on as an added insurer. Um, and we need something else. They didn't want to, I forgot what it was. But they wanted, they needed something else extra. Um, and, again, before they could fully approve and submit everything, like, to finalize everything. Um, granted, we haven't had no contract was signed. Uh, no deposit was given um, still to this point. And so at this point, we're literally two days away and we have to travel out of state for this gig. Um, and I was just, I was upset. I was kind of confused on what to do. Uh, so I hit up Jose. I'm like, bro, what do you think we should do? Um, and he was even upset. Hit up uh, my lady. And so like, what do you think? Should we go for it? Or what do we do? And just the process, how everything was being handled was just, it didn't feel um, like proper, professional. None at all. And so that was really, really upsetting um, on our end um, for them to feel like. At a point, eventually, it just felt like they were trying to see what they could like lowball us, as how how far they could lowball us mm-hmm. um, and get, us, like. get out of us before... We finally broke. Um, Jose had to slap me around a couple of times to kind of like <laughs> knock some sense into me about that because I was still trying to like trying to find the 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 brighter side of the situation. 
Um, but after speaking with him and then several people and they were like, bro, like this doesn't make sense. And I was starting to stress about it because again, two days away, I still needed to, I mean, I wasn't worried about my job because I could just take the day off and go. Um, but you already were committed with something else because this was already, we, we already anticipated this wasn't going to happen because it was taking so long. Yeah. Cause I mean, we weren't getting a, uh, I guess you could say a for sure answer. Yeah. So it was a bit frustrating, especially because we're having to go out of state, having to plan. Um, you know, he has to either get the day off or call off because I mean, obviously he still has a regular job. Myself is not so bad, but I also have to plan accordingly. So I to be able to be gone for the day. But not being told anything and kind of just left there hanging and like, all right, we'll just wait here. We'll just sit here and wait for your guys' decision. So you make up your mind whether you guys want us to cover it or not, you know, which wasn't fair for us at all. And that was the most frustrating part. It's like, how are you telling us that you're for, it's important for you and your, in your content, but yet you're not taking the people who are creating the content for you, which is just, it just didn't make any sense to me. And I was just like, and I kept telling Edward about it. And I, I get where he was, where he was looking at it from, where it can be a bigger, better, uh, it can be, you know, the building process to it and everything. But I, which I totally understand that. And he didn't want to be an asshole to them. But in my opinion, it's not being an asshole. It's more so setting the standard on how things are going to operate from day one. And if you can build years of work with this client then you know more power to you it's great you know but they have to know you know the do's and the don'ts on what you're willing to do for them not just because you're holding a camera and they know that you need work means that i'm gonna stand here and do a cartwheel while i hold the camera in place right we're not gonna put on the show for you just because yeah we know overall if everything worked out as a if it was perfect turnout this would be an amazing opportunity and this should be a, a huge financial gain in the long run. Mm-hmm. Um, granted, again, having that, I, I think this is the word, having that integrity for yourself, um, having that business integrity, or be, that bi- the setting those business standards on how you do business. We already were already, we already were already, that sounds weird. Um, mm. We had already, um, broken the rules with them than we do with any other client as far as like not even accepting a deposit um, not even having that contract completely signed and 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 all of that so we were already kind of going above out of our above and beyond and out of our normal routine um, business yeah business standards for them because they were being i guess they were lagging it, you can say, mm. um, or they were just not. The way we looked at it was like that. It didn't seem like media was as important to them um, as they they thought. And so what we ended up doing was we ended up emailing them. Um, we told them that we weren't going to be able to do it um, if they are able to match our original price that we were originally agreed on. Then we would make it go out. We would go out there um, and then. From there, we said this was uh, unorganized, and we were, and I was honest. Um, 
I try to keep it just as professional in that in that like fashion for it. Yeah. But let them know like this is not how business is done. I was like for future events, we need to know at least two weeks in advance, uh, with a deposit and the contract to solidify the dates um and time of the event. That way we have everything properly. Um we can plan accordingly and everything's scheduled. I was like, we also want to have meetings. Oh, the other thing that was frustrating was um they they all of a sudden were knocking the the quality of the of the work that we presented to them, that we delivered to them the first gig. Um, they were like, oh, well, the qualities, can you match this quality? We want to match. We had another videographer um, for a, another event, uh, some gala, but um, that, I guess that videographer was trained or had talked to the main marketing guy of, well, she put trained. So he was, she said that, um, the that photographer videographer um, was trained by the main marketing guy of the overall company, and so that he really liked theirs, and he wasn't really a fan of what we did. And I think that was the the trigger point um, for us, because we we're like, well, once again, as far as that event, we can provide you with the best quality, better quality than what they had given them. Because it was really basic, to be honest. Whatever the the other guy or girl did, um, it was a basic video. Um, it wasn't bad at all. I'm not trying to say they they sucked, but to the way they made it seem, it like it wasn't no feature film that they provided. And so uh, we, um, I told them that we had we can provide them anything. But I was like, again, we never spoke to this marketing person as far as what the company was expecting so for them to kind of throw that in our face was frustrating and then they're asking if we can provide them uh with these type of content um at that quality uh for them after we already had a meeting after we already gave them everything and they never once mentioned it so again so for this next time i told them look for the future gigs if you guys still want to work with us uh we need to set a meeting so that we can have Everything in place as far as their requirements and their um, expectations. We were even open to talking to their marketing guy um, and making sure that we heard from him so that we got everything as expected from what they were going to want from us. And so that's kind of the route we took it. And it was kind of harsh. And as far as like, okay, we're not going to do the gig um, unless you guys can match this. They hit us up. that morning and they tell us that they can't unfortunately they can't do the gig um that's what they were approved for they can't raise it they can't match the pricing that we're being that we're asking um and so we end up doing it but the responses we got after that um were solid i have to give it to the the it still seems hopeful with the business. They didn't seem they seem really understanding as far as how financially it wasn't it wasn't a smart business move for us, and so um, I think setting those standards and that 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 set a, a precedent as far as what they what the expectations are now moving forward, and they agreed. They were still learning this whole side of the business. They were still learning how it had to do as far as them having to ask permission and. A, get proposal accepted before going um, to before going straight to the gig um, 
<laughs> if we're going straight to to giving this a number and all of that. So now that they're better understanding the process, um, they agreed to everything that we had asked um, to do. So, well, at least it seems like it. So moving yeah. on forward, you know, we'll see if they actually contest contact us back um, and do that. But this whole time, I was trying not to be like a jerk. And that was my hesitation on being straightforward with them. But Jose was like, you're not being a jerk. You're just being straight up with them. Yeah, I mean, you're just being completely honest. setting your standard. And so even I think it was the way they responded and stuff. Which is very positive. It felt like they they even learned something from the situation. Mm Mm-hmm. And so that's that's perfect. That was exactly what how we would wanted the situation to go, um, had it taken this path. So again, I think the main thing for this um, this podcast was just making sure that we that you have that integrity, that business integrity for your company. I feel like that's like established right at the beginning when you introduce yourself to whatever client that you're going to be potentially working with like when you introduce that contract to them so they obviously so they can understand what the your what services you're going to be providing to them you also want to give them that breakdown of of what he's talking about like the do's and the don'ts and stuff like that your rules you know the rules to the, the deposit you know when it's supposed to be sent in when's the last day for it to be sent in in order to secure the date of the event well you know uh, you know, if you cancel fuck, between 24 hours before the event, you know, can risk you not getting your deposit back or, you know, no refund deposit. Whatever your rules that you want to make sure, obviously, have you've heard um, Edward say in the previous podcast before that he's always changing up his contracts. And this is one fine example on why the contract is always changing in order to a- avoid certain situations. That way clients don't be like, oh, well, it didn't say that in the contract. Well, guess what? Now it does. Right. And so just not even being afraid to kind of speak your mind. If you don't agree with something, don't be afraid to tell somebody, like, look, this is not how I run this. This is not how I run my business. Mm -hmm. This is not the possibly thing. Because even something that I mentioned to them was like, well, from just the way things are being ran, it doesn't seem like the the national chapter of whatever the main is, doesn't take the media as serious as you guys might. And so that might be a discussion that y'all want to have with the national. So that way they understand that why you guys are important. And that way they can understand that this is the reason why you, you guys chose to provide us with this price, Mm -hmm. even though we originally had given you guys a higher price, but we found, um, we found a median where we agreed on so that we can grow together. And so the fact that they, that this was in a sense ignored yeah and again it almost felt like again it was last last minute the fact that i even had to hit you up and ask you if you still wanted us to to cover this event and then they get back to him at 6 30 in the morning the day of the event right granted we still gotta drive out there that's three four hours of a drive right there pack because we don't even have nothing was set in stone oh yeah um so i didn't have nothing packed or ready or anything like that you were already gone yeah so i would have had to go out there by myself um because i I couldn't find anybody else yeah because i even told him i was like honestly dude he's like 
uh, I told him, I think, like, two, what, two, three days before I told you? Yeah. I was like, if two they, days. yeah, two days before the event, if they agreed to, to book us to do the event, I wouldn't be able to go. You would basically have to, you know, go on your own on this one because it's, it's too, it's, it's last minute. It's like, I can't change what, what I had planned. Now, if they would have told us two weeks ago, then yeah, sure, you know, I can definitely make the, make the trip, but. Being told literally like what ten hours prior to the event, like yeah, that's a no go. Yeah, and the thing was too is just, um, as far as shooting it, I could have handled it eventually. Mm-hmm. Like we could have, I could have made it work. Yeah. Of course, having you, it would definitely be a lot more easier, and we could capture a lot more. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was also like the drive. Like I got just the drive alone was six to eight hours on my own. And not including the actual shoot. Mm-hmm. And so, like, that was just going to be really heavy on me, um, especially because I fall asleep driving easily. <laughs> so um, that was going to be that was going to be a challenge in its own. But, yeah. So, again, something we just want to see. Once you guys have set certain standards or you want to do something, don't be afraid to. To tell the person, whatever new client that you guys are getting, um, let them know your um, what you expect, how you run business up front. Mm-hmm. Um, just like when I don't normally do that with when we do quinces and weddings, we have that intake meeting and we sit there and we're like, okay, look, this is how I run. These are how I shoot. This is how I plan on shooting. Um like for us, especially for our kings and wedding videos, we we do something very different. We do more of a, a document, um, documentary style, <laughs> a documentary style video um, for the event. Um, so that way, we I tell them I'm gonna need this. I'm gonna have to mic these people. I need the names of these people. Um, who's gonna give speeches? Who are the important people? Who we have to capture? Mm-hmm. What table these? Um, um, grandma, uh, uncles, or whatever specific people are going to be sitting at, so that way we know we can keep track of their reactions and who's mm-hmm. sitting there um, and where they're sitting in the room. We need a layout of the of the room, how they're going to set the tables and all that. Where the entrances are going to happen, mm-hmm. uh, we need to know exactly where where they're going to walk down and what they're going to do. Um, the lighting situations: Do we get to turn off the lights? Are we going to be able to have access to Shutting off certain lights, what are they gonna stand? Sit like we try to ask for everything, and that way we can plan accordingly. And this is like this is a set standard. Like these are all the requirements we need from you in order to successfully give you what you're looking for, yeah, or what you are envisioning. It's the same thing with the last container that we did. Um, I had made, um, I had voiced it, voiced it out to Edward, telling him that I think it would be a good idea to when the quinceañeras are gonna happen, like. Uh, obviously, we all know that they practice uh, prior to the um, to the actual event itself when it comes to quinceañeras, like the dance and then the special dance and stuff like that, or either or even the father daughter dance and stuff like that. I was telling him that we should go like at least a day or to two prior to the event when they're rehearsing at the venue. That way, we understand what the entrance is gonna look like, where they're gonna be walking through, where they're gonna you know where's they're gonna be there start point to end point where they're going to be dancing at and stuff like that. That way we can start envisioning the way it's going to look or where we're going to be at while recording this or photos or 
whatever we need to do in order to be able to capture that moment for them, you know, but that's just us being more and more prepared, which ended up being a great idea because we kind of had a little bit of a, a turbulence on that, on that quinceanera. Yeah. Cause I mean, even when we got to that quinceanera, the day of, we went and talked to the mom. Okay. So what was the plan as far as uh, the entrance and this and that? And she specifically told us, okay, we're going to be coming down this aisle and we're going to hit go down here we're going to hit the corner and then we're going to be onto the main dance floor mm-hmm. perfect we have mapped it out like all right jose we're going to walk we're going to stand here we're going to walk back try to track the track her this way and boom like it was perfect we had the whole setup mm-hmm. um it was going to look it was going to look just uh, really nice and organized and just clean and last minute comes here comes the entrance and boom turns booms hits the first corner first table and turns and takes down the goes down a whole another pathway and i was luckily close enough to kind of follow but jose was already waiting for me at the meeting point where we were supposed to originally be standing yep to capture the full entrance so now he's having to figure out how to get around all the tables and to go around to capture the other side mm-hmm. and get the entrance and um that was that was a challenge there yeah um again it could have been resolved if we would have stuck in talked to everybody and make sure that it was originally said how it was originally going to be mm-hmm. um but again that's just stuff that you learn stuff that you grow just like we have in the other business if you're going to run something um whether it's you make uh decorations or you do some type of engraving or clothing and you're working with somebody or whatever uh you gotta say you gotta have the the way you run the the way your process and not deviate from from the process and the steps granted sometimes you can do a little bit of modifications or adjustments or accommodations but for the most part you want to make sure that they're clear on what you're doing and if you are gonna do go out of the way just for this client let them know like look normally i don't do this but for this reason, whatever, whatever, it's going to be this. And sometimes even if you go and make these modifications, you can actually sometimes charge a little bit more for it. Mm-hmm. But like, look, that's not how I do business. But for whatever, 20 bucks more, whatever. I don't know. For um, one million dollars. <laughs> we're willing to make this accommodation for you for this one time or whatever. Blah, blah, blah. Or we won't accept the down payment, but we're going to end up needing an extra... Bucks on the back end or whatever, um, or a safety or whatever uh, so all of that so all of that needs to be addressed so make sure you guys continue to um, to build up your the way you run things don't mm-hmm. give up on what it is and don't be afraid to fine-tune it I was like everything needs a fine-tune yeah as you grow and as you can and keep going with one client to the next. Mm-hmm. Take what you learn and make the adjustments as you need. Um, and then everything will be good. Just continue working. Don't give up. And yeah, it is what it is. But um, I think that's that's a good one for this episode. Kind of uh, keep your, don't let clients bully you. Um, keep your business integrity. Keep your own integrity. Um, set your standards. And just continue improving them as you as your business keeps going um so 
yeah, I think that's a wrap for this episode. Uh, episode 13, Media Boss Creative Podcast. Next week, uh, we will have a visitor um, for an interview. Uh, we have uh, GLK. Um, as a buddy of mine, he shoots for Disney. Um, he also has his own studio, a creative studio that he can that you can book out and utilize. Um, and he also has a clothing uh, company. Uh, he also does other stuff too, like his own clothing company. But he also, I know he like makes soaps and makes a few other stuff um, for that brand, and it's really dope. So we'll be going to his his, his studio uh, next week, and we're going to be doing the podcast there. So make sure you guys stay tuned for that because that's going to be some gems um, for sure. On that. So that's a wrap, and um, make sure you guys go follow us, guys, uh, Media Box Creative Podcast um, on Spotify and Apple um, Apple Podcasts. Follow us on Instagram, uh, media underscore box underscore events, media underscore box underscore creative, and then four eyes vision underscore. Um, and again, go on there. Drop us a question. Drop us um, any questions, any topics you guys would like us to discuss. Uh, or if you even like to be a part of the show and even come interview, let us know. Uh, we would love to have you guys on here. Um, and again, you don't have to be a creative. Uh, if you have a business um, of any sorts, um, we'd love to have you on here. Pick your brain and and share information. So, yeah, make sure you guys go follow us. And we'll see you guys next time. Peace. Peace.